Welcome to Thrive. I'm your host, Carly Hindges. I'm a manifestation, mindset and empowerment coach, a free spirit, digital nomad and a big ass dreamer. This podcast is a space for you to dream big, to create the free spirited, authentic life and purpose that you desire so that you can thrive in your life unapologetically. These episodes will give you a glimpse into my life working as a coach and mentor while traveling Australia in my caravan and inspire you to connect with and to create your own version of freedom. I'm an NLP master practitioner, mum of a fierce little Taurus girl, a rule breaker, your biggest cheerleader, and I believe that anything is possible. I'm so excited to share the magic of this episode with you. So thanks for listening and let's dive in. Welcome back to the potty. It's me, Carly, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Thrive. It's been a few weeks. I hope that you've had the best few weeks ever. I've been away from the microphone. I kind of hesitated there because I was like, I'm not really talking into a microphone, though technically I am, but I'm using my phone and I'm cozied up on my bed right now, feeling the the cozy, comfy vibes on this rainy afternoon here in Byron Bay. Um, But yeah, it's been a few weeks and I've been really looking forward to creating the space to be able to record another episode. Like life has just kind of kicked up a gear, kicked up a notch over the last few weeks. And um, I'm just sort of finding my groove in creating a little bit more space for myself and for all of the things that that I'm really fucking passionate about doing. So that's where we're at today. If you hear little tippy tappies, <laughs> that's just Rupert walking around on the floor. His nails are so long right now. And every time he walks on these wooden floorboards, <laughs> it just makes this like little tippy tappy noise. So <laughs> there you go. We're here for it all today. So today I want to talk about committing to doing the gritty work because this has been oh God, it's been like such a big part of my year and we're only three months in, uh, three months and three days into 2023. Uh, But it has been the biggest journey of going within and peeling back the layers of who I am, what it means to to be me, how I want to show up in the world, all of these big things that are changing and happening in my life. And yeah, it's been the start to a year like it's been a start to a year like no other and in the most incredible ways, in the most fucked up ways, in all of the ways that you could even possibly imagine. And I was having a conversation with a really good girlfriend of mine the other day and we were both sort of saying like how 2023 seems to be the year. It feels like it's the year where we're going really fucking deep and this is a girlfriend of mine who, you know, I've gone through NLP with, I've gone through master prac with, and, you know, we've, we've done a lot of things and it's really interesting. We're both sort of like, holy shit, you know, we've only just scratched the surface. Like this year is about going deep. It's about really starting to understand who we are deeper at our core. It's about embracing, embracing who we are, embracing all parts of ourselves, even the parts that we are ashamed of, or we don't particularly like and a lot of parts that we can't even see yet. And this is the magic of this work because the more that we start to uncover these things, the more we can integrate, become whole and consequently live a life that we fucking love, like live a life that we are here to live, live a life unapologetically. 
And that's what this year feels like for me. And it's been like, it's been coming for a long time. It's been brewing. And I've had this kind of like brewing sensation or this kind of feeling of, of brewing over the last few months, because it's like, I'm getting to this point now where it has been brewing for some time. And yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a fucking ride. Like, as you guys know, you know, my, my marriage is dissolving (laughs) for lack of a better word. I don't know why that word just came to me, but you know, I am going through this separation right now. And with that obviously comes so much, so much stuff and so much more stuff than I had even considered would be, would be a thing. And so much so that like, I am learning so many different things about myself. Like I I talk about that a lot. I've already started talking about that today, but like I'm learning so much more about myself than I ever even thought was possible. And that's because I'm committed to doing this gritty work that, you know, sometimes makes me feel like, (laughs) feel like a fucking head case that sometimes makes me feel scared. That sometimes makes me feel like, who am I and questioning everything in my life. But this is the work that is allowing me to come back home to myself. And so if you're in this, you know, maybe you're in a phase where you are going through a big transition or maybe you're considering a big transition, like don't shy away from doing this deep work. Get yourself some support while you're doing it, fucking oath, but don't shy away from doing this deep work because doing this work is what is going to allow you to evolve. And I can feel it in myself. Like, as I said, you know, I'm, I'm like feeling like this, this sensation of brewing. I don't really know how else to describe it, but like something is bubbling. It's bubbling under the surface and I'm com- committed to going through, you know, various processes, various, you know, frameworks to actually bring this stuff up to the surface. And sometimes it feels really fucking uncomfortable. Sometimes it feels like, you know, as I said before, like who, who even am I? what is this world that we live in <laughs> and all of the things. But I truly believe that like, this is how we evolve. So I've been having this, this, these conversations with a few different people actually. And in particular, this, this one girlfriend who was on a really similar journey to me, not necessarily with the separation stuff, but more so with, you know, this commitment to going deep within ourselves and peeling back the layers and, you know, actually facing our shadows, actually, allowing ourselves to see the experiences that maybe we we had had a long time ago that kind of have shaped our current experiences, shaped our current reality. And one big one has come up for me in in recent weeks. And it was a thing that I didn't even realize. And I like, let's share about it. Let's go there because that's what we do. (laughs) That's what we do here, right? We, We go to the places and we talk about all of the things in a really authentic and real and courageous as fuck way. And this thing for me, like I didn't even know that it was there. I didn't realize that it was there. And as a result, it's been like, it's been dictating so much of my life. It's been, yeah, like it's been, it, it's kind of been controlling me in a way for lack of a better term. And this is what I'll affectionately refer to as the abandonment wound. And it's a wound that I, as I said, didn't even sort of really know that I'd had, or maybe I did. I mean, obviously subconsciously, I I know that it's been there, but definitely it hasn't been in my 
conscious awareness. And this is the thing, right? Our, our conscious shows us only like 5% of what's really going on. It only shows us a tiny, tiny, tiny little piece of the picture. And when we allow ourselves to go deep into the subconscious, that's where we have these moments where we're like, holy shit, I didn't realize that that was there. Of course we didn't, right? Because our subconscious is so good at protecting us. I don't know if you could just hear Rupert's little little tippy tappies then, but it's so cute. <laughs> um, so I've been allowing myself to actually like uncover that wound and to see where it where it came from or where it first really impacted me. And the thing that has come up for me, some of you might already know about this this part of my life. A lot of you won't. Um, but it was about 16 years ago and I had this I had this boyfriend at the time and he was he was uh, from New Zealand in Australia and we were living together. It all happened very quickly. It was like a whirlwind kind of romance. And we were only together for probably six months at the, like all up. And he was getting itchy feet in Australia and, and you know, we decided that we were going to move to the Gold Coast. And so we'd made all of these plans and, you know, didn't renew the lease of our little unit that we were living in. And um, and I had... had given notice at my job and, you know, all of the things you do when you're going to relocate. And we were about a week out of, out of relocating and he did a runner on me. <laughs> he actually, he actually ran away and, um, he left me a note and he said, the note said something like I was here, but I had to go, I'm sorry. And, you know, me being me, very determined to get to the bottom of things. I was like, well, I'm not satisfied with that note. And I, I tracked him down before he had properly left and had a very brief conversation with him. And, and yeah, he was, he was actually set on going to Melbourne with a, with a friend or a couple of friends. And so there I was at the age of, I don't know, 23 probably 23, thinking that my life was, you know, I was going to be moving with my boyfriend up to Queensland. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, a week out, feeling abandoned, right? Like there is no other, there is no other fucking word for it. And all this time, and, and all this time I'd been making excuses for this person or for this scenario in my life. I was like, you know, he was young. So he was only like 21 at the time, I think. And he was young and he was influenced by his friends and all of these, you know, things that we love to say when we don't want to actually see the truth, right? And it's only just occurred to me that I sort of made these excuses because I had put this person on a pedestal. I'd put this person on a pedestal because nine or 10 years ago, when I left my my abusive relationship, this person was there for me. He was there for me. And, you know, it turned out that he was, he was coming to Adelaide. Like, you know, it wasn't long after I'd, I'd initiated the separation that he was coming to Adelaide and we spent time together. He was the first person I'd ever told that I was in a violent, dangerous situation. And he, he really helped me through that. And so I had put him on a pedestal and I had not realized how much I had been seeking his approval and I feel like it's that sort of classic, you know, when somebody takes their love away from you, you want to try and get it back, you know, and you hear about it a lot playing out with, you know, with like with people and their their parents, right? It's like, you know, my dad didn't give me the love that I needed or that I desired or that I craved. So I desperately tried to get it 
for the rest of my life, right? Or I even tried to get it from other people. So that has been a really interesting thing for me to uncover and it's been really fucking uncomfortable. And as I said, you know, it's one of those things that I didn't even realize was a thing. And, you know, this that experience that I'd had probably wasn't the initial experience for me of abandonment because, you know, I believe that our early, early years, like, the, you know, between the ages of like zero to seven years old is, is when we tend to experience things like that for the first time, well, not necessarily experience it for the first time, but, you know, it tends to imprint, right, if we do experience it. And so then I have somehow created this event in my early 20s and, and it's followed me. And, it, and it's been really interesting, like how I sort of uncovered that that was a thing. And the things that I looked to in my life that had been happening were first and foremost, like I have been so afraid of people leaving me, of people exiting my life. And to the point where I had felt afraid of people that I didn't even fucking care about leaving my life, which I found to be really interesting. And the other areas that, it, that it's played out is like, you know, in workplace scenarios, you know, always feeling like I had done something wrong or, you know, if my boss didn't reply straight away to an email that, you know, I'm going to fucking get fired or <laughs> things like that. And so that to me, when I started kind of digging and I started kind of understanding, like, you know, these sorts of things that were coming up for me, I started to understand that this is an abandonment wound. And I'm sharing this because I feel like it's really important to understand that. I mean, I'm sharing this for so many reasons, but first and foremost, like I want you to understand that you can take people off the pedestal. Okay. Because there are people out there who are coaches. There are people out there who are sharing things. There are people out there who are fucking doing amazing work out there who are still working through these things themselves. Okay. And I am one of them right? I am one of the people who can do some incredible fucking work and I am still working through my own stuff. And I think that that is a really powerful thing to remember is that we don't get to this point where we're like, oh, okay, I've done the work and I'm healed and I'm whatever, right? We continue to do the work. And as we commit to doing this gritty, uncomfortable work, we peel back more layers. And as we peel back more layers, we see more things within ourselves. As we see more things, we have the opportunity to heal them, to work through them. And that's exactly what I'm doing with this abandonment wound. Okay. I've, I've got support. I'm moving through this and I have somebody helping me work through this, which is fucking incredible. It's the most incredible thing. But to face our shadows in this way, it takes fucking guts. And I just want to honor anyone who's listening right now, who is committed to doing this work within themselves, who is actually starting to go, all right, I'm going to peel back layers. I'm going to peel back layers. I'm going to start to remove the filters. I'm going to take my masks off. I'm going to let myself see me for who I really am. And then I'm going to fucking share my message with the world because it's really important to me. I just want to shout you out (laughs) because I know that this work is not easy. Okay. This work is fucking scary. This work is fucking confronting. It is so fucking confronting. And when I, when I realized that I had this, you know, was still carrying around this experience in the way that I'd been carrying it around, 
I was really confronted because I'd done so much work on my other relationships and in particular with, you know, that abusive relationship. I've done so much work on that. I've done a lot of forgiveness for not only him, but for myself. But it, when it occurred to me that I, I had been still carrying around this abandonment wound and I've never done any work on it, it was really confronting because it was like, wow, you know, this has been probably holding me back in so many areas of my life. This has probably been using up so much of my valuable energy, so much of my life force, you know, subconsciously worrying about, you know, am I going to be left? Subconsciously worrying about, am I good enough? Am I doing the right thing? And so this is really, really powerful work. And when you commit to doing this gritty, gritty as fuck work, like you are going to see some things within yourself that are going to unsettle you. And when you do, you've got two choices, right? Like you can either stop and pretend that it's not there or you can surrender to the process and you can keep going and you can keep moving through it. And when we surrender to the process and we allow ourselves to see everything and to feel everything, that's how we get to heal it right? Like that is how we get to actually move through those things. That's how we get to transcend those experiences. And maybe you've heard the saying, like, you allow your mess to become your message. And that's exactly what I'm feeling is happening within me right now. Maybe that's the bubbling sensation. Maybe that's, that's the brewing, you know, is I can really feel this mess <laughs> that, you know, I have experienced and that, you know, even that I like, that I'm experiencing right now, I can feel that transcending, even as I speak right now, into becoming the most powerful message for women, for humans, for anybody who is not living their life in true alignment. And that's what a lot of this sort of boils down to for me. It's, it's the fact that, you know, we know when we're not living life in true alignment, Sometimes we don't consciously know, but our subconscious knows. Our subconscious knows and we get signs through our body. We get signs through our experiences. We get those niggles that say, oh, I'm not sure about this, but it feels like the right thing to do, so I'm just going to do it. And how often do you do that? Like how often do you ignore what your intuition tells you? Me, I have ignored my intuition for so many years. And I feel like for me now in this first quarter of 2023, I'm starting to step into this place where I'm like, do you know what? Like I fucking trust me. I fucking trust me to make the right decisions for me. But I always allow myself to come back to the fact that even if I don't make the right, the right decisions in, you know, air quotes, because what is right or wrong, right? It's all an, it's all just an experience. And even if the thing doesn't work out in the way that I hope or in the way that I want, I still trust that I'm being divinely directed, right? I still trust that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And when we can let ourselves like fully lean into that, it's kind of like you can, yeah, you can, you can just like lean back and you can surrender and you can allow yourself to trust yourself. So, you know, you might be thinking like, well, what is shadow work? What is, how can I start to, to explore my shadows? Like, how can I start to get to know the things that I don't know? Right. Because there is so much stuff that we don't know about ourselves. Isn't it interesting? Like we, we carry it but we don't know so much about ourselves. And that's because, you know, that subconscious mind does such a good job of protecting us. But when we are ready, it does a really good job at presenting us what it is that we need to see in order 
to be able to heal, in order to be able to transcend, in order to be able to move on to the next level, right? So the way that I look at shadow work is understanding all aspects of me, all aspects of you, okay? Even those parts that you don't like. It's really about seeing what you can't see. And so some of the questions that I like to ask myself or that I have asked myself in the past to kind of help me get to this point where I'm just uncovering more and more and more and more and more. And again, like it's such an ongoing process. It's like, I feel like this is (laughs) part of like our life's work is just to keep uncovering and just keep peeling back the layers and just keep like leaning into being more of who we are and embracing it. So some of the questions that I have asked myself first and foremost, like, what are my fears? Like, what am I afraid of? And this was probably the the biggest question in actually uncovering this abandonment wound was like going, right, what am I afraid of? I'm so afraid of people leaving. I'm so afraid of saying or doing the wrong thing. I'm so afraid of not getting it right. I'm so afraid of not being good enough and all of the things, right? And so once I started to understand what I'm actually afraid of, I could start to dig a little bit deeper and I started to look at my experiences, my past experiences. And, and yeah, as I said, I'm obviously getting support in actually working through this abandonment wound. This is a work in progress. So, um, stay tuned, (laughs) but that's one of the first questions. Like, what are my fears? And the second question is what do I judge other people for that I am consequently judging myself for? Okay. And I think that this is a really interesting one because when we judge other people, we're judging ourselves, right? You've probably heard the saying, when you point one finger at someone else, you've got three pointing back at you. So for example, if you judge somebody for being overweight, right? Where are you judging yourself either for that, or where have you been hard on yourself about your weight, right? What are your beliefs around your weight, because we don't judge, we, we can't see something in someone else that we don't see in ourselves, right? So if you, and this is something that I hear of a lot, right? People who judge other people for being overweight tend to have a lot of hangups themselves about their own weight. So I find that that is a really interesting question. What do I judge other people for? And I'm consequently judging myself for. And thirdly, and this is a really cool one, is what do I admire most about other people? Because what you admire most about others that you can see in other people, you actually have within you, right? This is your golden shadow, right? These, you have these traits, but maybe you don't recognize them in yourself yet. But the fact is, if you can see them in somebody else and they are within you too. So I find this to be a really powerful question to kind of like, you know, flip the script a little bit. Because shadow work isn't just about embracing all of the things that we don't necessarily love about ourselves. Yes, that is part of that part of it, but it's also about seeing where we pedestal other people and flipping that around and going, well, if I see that in somebody else, then it is within me too, because we cannot see in somebody else what is not within us. So if you are looking at someone and you're like, oh my fucking God, like they are so determined or they are so successful or they are so kind, so loving, so whatever, right? It's because you have that within you, but you may not be able to see it yet. So when you 
Figure out what it is that you admire most about other people. Look for it within yourself because it is there. And actually allow yourself to see you for the kind, loving, determined, successful, whatever it is, person that you actually are. Because as I said, you cannot see within someone else what is not within you. It goes both ways, right? So what do I judge other people for? You can only see that in somebody else because you have it within you too. But what do I admire most about other people? You can only see that because you have it within you too. So recognizing that doing this gritty work, right? And like looking at these shadows and uncovering these things about yourself isn't just about uncovering the things that you're ashamed of or the things that you don't like. Yes, that's part of it. And actually allowing yourself to integrate that and to to like permeate yourselves, right? Allowing yourself to integrate that is huge, but allowing yourself to see all parts, to see all sides of you is the absolute fucking key. So this is the gritty work. And when you commit to doing this work within yourself, okay, you will realize, you know, even if you've done all all the work in the past, you realize, wow, fuck me. I've only, I'm only just scratching the surface. I'm going to allow myself to go deep. I'm going to allow myself to evolve. I'm going to allow myself to be unapologetic about it and to just get to, get to the core, get to my essence, get to who it is that I really truly am. And when we allow ourselves to get to the core and the essence of who we truly are, then we can allow ourselves to live the life that we really want to live, right? We can allow ourselves to live in alignment and be on this earth for the reason that we're here to be on this earth, whatever that is. So thanks for listening today. If you want some guidance and some support as you commit to going through the gritty work, my DMs are open. I'm starting to take some more one-to-one clients now. So if it's something that you feel like you're interested in exploring, drop me a DM at Carly Hindges. Hey sister, thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you would head over to your podcast provider and leave me a five-star review. This will help us to reach more incredible humans who want to thrive in their life and be unapologetic about it. If we're not friends yet, let's connect on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me at Carly Hindges. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, you've got this.